Followed a few scenes, and that's all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, call, okay. me the ha- call me the hack. I hear you. Well, if you're just tuning in, that's Nick's impersonation of Christian Slater. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Wait, that isn't actually oh, Christian right Slater. It sounded a little Pee Wee Herman to me up there on the end. Yeah, it was probably a little too high. Yeah, it was, I, I think was probably, uh, Dave I was has probably high. <laughs> I think Dave has a good Pee Wee Herman laugh. Can we hear that, Dave? Oh god! <laughs> oh oh my good. gosh! <laughs> Dave may have ejaculated when you asked him to do that. First, it was like there was just a little bit of pre cum that came out of him before he started doing it. <laughs> Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. It's already gotten nasty. It's only been rolling for about 30 seconds. I was going to say, we haven't <laughs> even hit the minute mark. We've already talked about ejaculation and did two different impersonations. Oh, man. I, well, I mean, that, some though. people don't know what Pee Wee Herman is. They think it's a euphemism. So I thought you were about to say some people don't know what ejaculation hey, is. Is there a Pee Wee was... Herman entry in the Urban <laughs> Dictionary? There has to be, right? What is it? Pee Wee Herman? Pee-wee... Yeah, there's got to be a Pee Wee Herman entry in the Urban Dictionary, right? Perhaps. One of us, one of us should Google that. I guess yeah. I was. Well, Dave, Jack- guy, hey, get urban on that dictionary. <laughs> Dave, pull out you your know, urban I, dictionary. <laughs> ejaculation hasn't always been a you know a charged term. It used to just mean like uh, you know somebody's saying something with emphasis. Uh, excuse me, are you, is your name Dave? <laughs> I'm actually looking up Pee Wee Herman in an urban dictionary. Yeah, he he's is, looking it up right he, now. Give him a second to tell us. I actually already beat you to it. Yeah. A funny, weird, and wacky character created by himself, aka Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman's character or or originated from the Growlings, which was captured to create the Pee Wee Herman show. As time Wait. passed, huh? That's the definition? It sounds like a Wikipedia entry. Uh, it says Urban Dictionary. Where yeah, it, it does. I don't think this you... is the Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay. Am I totally missed? Okay. <laughs> but I got the same thing, though. I got the same you thing. Like, the same second thing, right? rate Urban okay. Dictionary. Okay. Uh, it's is supposed there... to be like a verb. It's like use it like a verb. Like if you. Oh, right? oh, but I did find something called Pee Wee Herman, which is called getting caught masturbating. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so where's the Urban Dictionary? Back, How did I miss it? It's a circle, you know? It all leads yeah. back. I guess so. Um... <laughs> I really probably threw Nikki Lates completely off to start the show, but oh well. Yeah, I wanted to read about, I was just going to read about Pee Wee Herman all night, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Does anybody remember there was a rap song about Pee Wee Herman in the 80s? No. Can you no. sing it for me? <laughs> uh, no, because I don't hey, remember at, the look lyrics. At Dave with the trivia. He's ready, guys. He's ready. <laughs> and Dave has it. Yes. Wow. I can sing Do the Bart Man. Oh, I, I know that one too. That one's good. Oh, nice. We, we do a <laughs> so duet gonna later. Like, uh, we're going to have just hanging in the air until Nick get, really gets it going. Oh, okay. I, I, I just wanted to talk to you guys. Uh, so last week. Uh, wait, wait. We talked... are, you, are you lonely, Nick? I sometimes get lonely. <laughs> like, I just want to talk to you. It sounded so sin- sincere. We are talking. <laughs> the whole show is talking. <laughs> I know. I just get lonely sometimes. They're with kids oh, and no. they don't. 
and they don't understand me. You know what I mean? They I can't have a conversation. The children sometimes. or the wife? They don't know who Pee Wee Herman oh, is. Oh, the children, the children. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know who Pee Wee Herman is yet. I haven't introduced them that yet. I think, I some, think someday we'll get started. I think the wife's general question is like, what are you watching? Why are you watching this? A lot of frozen and it's it's terrible. Uh, I'm I'm oh miserable. I hate You'd it. You'd yeah. rather be watching Pee Wee Herman, I'm sure. Oh, oh hey, you it, know what? Yes, hey, at least it's second. not like some low produced kids cartoon. I mean, at least Disney, it's Disney, at least. Mm, some... Those songs start to get yeah, you after a while, man. Don't make no, time no. to start the show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, last week, let me talk about last week. Last week, we watched a crazy movie. We talked about Rob Zombie's Monsters, which I mistaked as the Adams Family. I'm embarrassed about that, by the way. Um, Adam was talking about hiding bodies. John got real. Dave got real. Everything got real. Young Guns and, you know, and that was an awesome show and I had a great time. And now we're talking about Tonight's show. Well, we watched a gnarly movie last week. Um, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's, again, I'd love to say that every episode is popular, but last week is, in fact, pretty popular. We watched this trippy movie where this girl practices surgery on her sister. And this whole month has been what we call the real March Madness, which is like... Uh, you know, March Madness is like a basketball term for college, and it's like a, a tournament, but I don't see how they could do it this year under the circumstances. But um, they're advancing teams without even playing games. That's that's how they're doing that. But we uh, we want to do the real March Madness, so we're like, okay, we're going to do popular movies about psychosis or have some kind of psycho theme, you know, tuned in. Of course, we're not doing Psycho 1, 2, or 3, because everybody's done that. I mean, there's probably a thousand podcasters that could do Psycho 1, 2, or 3. Um Although we have mentioned them in the past, I think Nick and I had talked about it years ago. But I think we probably did. Gosh, um, we done so many episodes, I forget. At least mention it as other movies we've been watching. But so this week, um, we have a movie called Cobra, which is yeah. about this ultra cop. He's like a dirty hairy on steroids. His nickname Cobra because his last name is something like Cobretti. They shortened it to Cobra, if you will. Um, basically, he's got to protect a witness from an axe wielding uh, maniac. Well, it's really a whole cult. It's not just one guy. It's like a, a group of them. So that's where where the psycho thing comes in this time is there's a whole cult operating like, I mean, not really Marilyn Manson style because they have a bunch of machine guns. And again, they, they axe murder like, I don't know, seven people in this movie and then shoot a bunch of other people. It's pretty crazy. But it's the leader intense. is called, um, nicknamed the Night Slasher, which has obviously got to be a name, like a nickname for referencing the real life night stalker probably right yeah uh, especially so. in that era yeah it, it had to have been. it said in la this is a few years later yeah oh yeah it's a stallone movie if anybody's wondering it's the stallone movie that you've never heard of but you should have uh dave you got any trivia or some info about this movie yeah actually i got some things here um this is actually stallone was originally supposed to be in beverly hills cop if we can all believe that or not um, but, yeah. but he ended up parting ways because, uh, he, uh, Stallone wanted it to be more gritty. Of course they wanted to make it more of a comedy. So they split ways, but he took most of his ideas that he was going to put into Beverly Hills cop and put it into Cobra, uh, which he wrote the script for. Um, th- so apparently I just found this out. The movie had to be really cut heavily because, uh, to avoid an X rating because NC 17 wasn't around at that time. Uh, a lot of this was stuff like body parts being cut off, like extended autopsy scenes with nude bodies, mutilations, that kind of thing. Um, apparently there's like a, a direct or not a director's cut, but like an extended cut that's been floating around on VHS and bootlegs for years that 
makes it like 40 minutes longer with all that footage. So that's what I heard. It was almost like a two and a half or three hour cut, right? Wow. Like at least at least over two yeah. hours, like forty minutes longer than this. Yeah, Dave, Dave, how do, find, how do we find this version? I would love to see this. <laughs> like I, I really would. I don't know. YouTube? Actually, I, I okay. bet we could find it on tape trading sites. You know, oh, that's actually you know about one of my things. notes. That I realized that they were cutting things um, towards the end. Like I was mm-hmm. like, "What just happened?" Like we were supposed to see that. That's the payoff, and they just right. cut away from it. Yeah, yeah no. and you you could tell it was kind of jump. Cut. The last half hour is a bit disjointed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so the 1950 Mercury uh, driven by Stallone is his actual car. <laughs> so he decided. He, I guess. He, um, I mean, of course, there was like replicas made for stunt scenes. I'm like, like did he destroy that car then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he still has the car apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this apparently was considered a flop at the time because it came after uh, the big success of uh, Rambo Part Two and Rocky Four. Uh, but this was actually a pretty big hit when compared against its budget. It made like 160 worldwide against 25 budget. Um, nice. nice. So this was actually a pretty big success. And actually the second time Stallone worked with George P. Cosmatos because <laughs> uh, yeah. they just worked on Rambo Part Two. Uh, also, another movie we did of an uh, of unknown origin, of course, uh, fan favorite around here, Tombstone. Nice. So, uh, and Levi- uh, so and Leviathan, right? I think that I thought that was uh, somebody else. Or I thought that was like um, Toby Hooper. I don't know. No, 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 it wasn't Toby. But you it, might be right what, though. What you just yeah. said blows my mind. It makes over a hundred million for the time it came out. That's a lot of money, and they did, and it's yeah. just it's a disregarded movie. That's it's because it came out earlier. Like, that would be like well, I mean, it was considered right a now. failure because he had two bigger hits at the time. But like if that if that was alone, I mean, it would have been. Yeah, if they would have left those 40 minutes in, this would have been a worldwide smash. <laughs> and we all have we'd all have this on Blu-ray right now. Yeah. The gun well, was like, the edition. <laughs> yeah. Right before this came out, he was the number two and three in the box office. He was the only movie that was beating Stallone was um, Back to the Future. And then like. What was it Rocky Four and Rambo Three or whatever? Were Rambo out Two, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's for like the whole year, which is even yeah. more impressive. So, like, he had the number two and three movies of the year. That was nineteen eighty five. I feel like yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe, jeez, uh, I don't know if like because uh, he has like crime statistics in the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, a violent crimes committed like every twenty four seconds. I'm like, maybe at the time people were just really burned out of violent crime, or like maybe stuff was going on in the background, or. It almost feels like there was like an agenda to bury this movie. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just like nobody heard about it, nobody knew about it, and they're like, "Hey, have you seen that other movie that Stallone's in?" You know, I think it was also much darker for the time. I mean, it's it's much darker movie, especially for Stallone, though. I think, but it was, it was on TV a lot though when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember it being on like basic like Channel Thirteen all the time in LA. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah, I keep kind of forgetting that this is like a, a serial killer. Like, this is really like a horror hybrid movie with the Stallone movie. Like, it's it's really an interesting movie the more I watch it. <laughs> yeah, there's well, a lot of tension. I mean, uh, I don't know when he married Bridget Nielsen. I don't know if they worked on this movie, then got married, or if they were already dating or whatever. But uh, it's interesting because, yeah, I, I don't want to get into our... We might be getting into some of our favorite bits, so maybe we should hold back a little bit. Yeah, we um, should probably move on. So... There are some home video headlines dropping. Uh, Adam, what can you tell us about the what's going on in the world of TV and movies right now? Yes, home video headlines. Uh, well, there is an upcoming, uh, this is going to be very exciting, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It is the ninth movie 
Uh, It's confirmed to be a direct sequel to the original film, which might give us the, you know, the, like the right mood of that original movie. And if they're trying to tap into that, we're going to have a really magical experience. Going to have an old man leather face in it. Haven't like five of them been attached to the original film though? (laughs) I'm just saying like, really? Yeah, but they're wiping the slate clean again, Nick. (laughs) I mean, what is this the fifth time they've done this? I'm not joking. Or at least three, right? So it looks like uh, Nick and Dave have already put their comments in. I'll just jump in. I'm, I'm excited. Not, when I heard the I'm idea not. of Old Man Leatherface and it's the original Leatherface in a direct sequel, I was ready to buy a ticket. Like, I'm not mad at the other sequels that have come and gone. There's been a remake, and there's been a remake of the remake, and there's been a sequel to one of the remakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm down for it. I mean, it sounds fun. It's just uh, like Texas Chainsaw has such a sketchy history with sequels and remakes. Like, it's some like good, some awful. Some are good, some are bad. I know, but yeah. Don't you guys think that's a cool angle? Like, this whole new like, I do. genre of like, Let's go to our hero, but when they're old, let's go to our villain when they're old, and like one last slaughter, you know. I, would, I mean, I would, yeah, I mean, I would I mean, love I mean, to see how he's been getting away with it for like like nineteen seventy five. What is it like forty something or forty five, forty almost fifty almost years now? 50 years, yeah. Like, what? How has I'm, he gotten away with this? He's just a guy with the chainsaw. I don't know, but you know how it's they, not, they, they had Grandpa though. Like, I mean, how old was Grandpa? I guess so. Anybody could so. be grandpa, right? You just slap yeah. a mask on them and they're sucking blood I off some be. finger. Well, you guys have heard about, you've heard about that one serial killer that they caught through a DNA website that his cousin took like their DNA test. Yeah. That'll be like this yes. with old man Leatherface. They'll be uh, like, oh my God, this is the guy. We got his DNA through Ancestry.com. This is the uh, guy. Yeah. We're looking for. <laughs> Something and, tells me they're not going to have internet and they're not going to be submitting their blood to 23andMe, just saying. Oh, that's what it is. 23 <laughs> no, no, not Leatherface. I'm talking about like a relative of Leatherface. Like another oh, okay. element of this movie could be like his millennial cousins that come for a family what? reunion and they don't know he's Leatherface, and then they go, "Oh shit, what are we eating at the barbecue? Holy shit!" You know. <laughs> I think the the DNA of uh, Leather Leatherface's like cousins are going to be exactly the same, <laughs> the exact same DNA. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, with that guy. Like, yeah, not That's a deviation. A incest joke. <laughs> I feel like there's a there's a Simpsons gag there where like you have a sample of a sperm and you look close in a microscope and it's just a bunch of leather faces running around bumping into each other. Wow. Do the Bartman, you know? This episode's all about the Bartman. Move your hot oh hit side to side. Do the Bartman. Yeah. What else is I'm going on? That we, I'm glad that we had a happy moment there because uh we got something sure. sad to mention. Uh oh boy. A uh, big time movie star, in my opinion, one of my favorites, Yafet Kato dies, or is it Kato? Uh, it's hard to find the exact pronunciation. I mean, I've always read his name my whole life on the stuff he's been in, but uh, he died at 81. Um, he's famous for his performances in Alien, uh, Live and Let Die, you know, 007 movie, and uh, Homicide, Life on the Streets, where he was the chief. Um, I, I just. Uh, I just watched a bunch of like rep- retrospective stuff on him. And uh, one of the things he did on the alien film, like, and it really struck a chord with me right before we went on the show is uh, he would, he did not want his character in alien to die. Mm. And he was trying really hard to convince Ridley Scott to let his character live, change the film. No, he lives, he beats the alien back. Like he gets away. Uh, he's hiding. He's he would. It got so bad, like he was stalking Ridley Scott. And <laughs> oh my he, gosh! Really? Yeah, 
Yeah, he was hanging out at the gate to wait for him in the morning when the director would come in because the director is like in a, you know, yeah. in a separate well, world yeah, so that, he can that hide. Kind of, that kind of detracts from his legend, actually, because like, or, or his status or his respect because like, um, that's just an actor with a bit part trying to like morph into the lead on a production and that's that's not good behavior, I don't think. At least from the director's yeah. seat, that's not good and I agree. Well, I agree with Ridley Scott. I think it works better with Sigourney Weaver. Weaver living, but I, but I will say you want his character to live desperately. Exactly. That's how good of an actor he is. So when you watch he, that movie, you want him to live every single time. And it makes it's it really scarier that he dies. That's, it's funny that that's the behind the scenes story of that whole situation is that he cared that much about the character. He's like, I need to change the whole script. <laughs> yeah, I was well, going to say that's that's really a testament to him and how much he like he uh, was into that character and cared for that character. Like you don't want to see him die. Like, you know, you want to see him live. Maybe it wasn't vain, you know, he brought that in. Well, Ridley Scott would, he had people looking out for him and be like, Oh, he's at gate two. And then Ridley Scott would be like, all right, we're going to go in on gate three. Get, get him out and, of here. He was like avoiding him. Right. But, but all of this movie, that would be really hard to deal with. That'd be oh, really sure. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd be like, look, I would want to kill this guy just so he leaves me alone at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. High end movie play. Yeah. Of the best of the best, you're going to be dealing with a lot of egos, and it's not always pretty. But what's really good is that he brought all of that passion to the role, and then he uh, he got into a uh, like a an actual scuffle with the with the guy that was in the alien suit, and he's got like really skinny arms stuff like that, and he picked Yafet. This is going to be about this really guy. No, no, this is good. This is a good ending. But, but but Adam, what you're bringing up makes him not sound as good because he's it's borderline. What he's doing is not the right way to go about it. Like it's like it's like method acting gone too far. It's like okay, now you're beating up the guy in the monster suit. <laughs> like give me a break. No, no, the monster suit guy beat him up. That's the whole point. And then after that, uh, he was resigned to the fate of the character, and he brought everything to it. Like that energy of I'm going to live. That's why he does it so well. well. Rewatch that scene in alien. If you get a chance and know that he did not want the character to die and he thinks he's going to live, but he dies anyway. And it's, huh. it, it's really impactful in my opinion. I loved it. Um, anyway, Nick, what do you think? I loved him. I love James Bond movies and I thought he was a great villain in live and let die. And it was Roger Moore's first movie. And what a better person to put Roger Moore against than this actor. I thought he did great in that movie. You guys seen Live and Let Die? I have not actually. Oh, you know, watch it, watch it. I think I, th- I think he did great. Although his end death is a little cheesy, but let's just say that. <laughs> when I was a kid, I watched a lot of the James early James Bond stuff, and like my favorite Bond is like uh, Timothy Dalton, who's not in very mm. many movies. And then second would be dude John. John thank you, thank you, thank you, John. And then I like John Connery, right? But um, yeah. I kind of like outgrown all those all those movies, man. Like mm. even last week, we brought up. Uh, you know, we mentioned the title Goodfellas, and I it didn't ring ring true to me anymore. I just like am done with like mm. all that stuff. But but you're into anime. Boom! Not as much as not a one's drawn. Whoa! Boom! Speaking of anime, hey, just Speaking of anime, there might be some animated news that we have to talk about. Oh no! <laughs> I set you up too. All right. uh, okay, so Bird Girl trailer drops, and it gives the first look at a Harvey Birdman attorney at law spinoff. 
it's a adult swim show if any like i love that show that's a fun show it's got it's starring uh pat paget brewster in the titular role and it looks like a classic adult swim you know comedy where they like cut up the animation and remix it so well, I, i'm excited about that. adult swim yeah they they took like hanna barbera style animation mm. from like the 70s and made made parodies out of it on Cartoon Network like in the early days, right? So right, and then they had all these characters show up. Like so, Harvey Birdman was he was a superhero. Um, I think his name probably originally was just Birdman, but they added Harvey and they made him an attorney. And then like he was representing like McGilla Gorilla and like the Scooby Doo <laughs> game, you know. So like That's it's awesome. pretty good. Yeah, is it, is it funny? Like, yeah, it's way funny. Oh, it's a great show. Yeah, is it okay? Daughter at the end of the series, and then like so now they're bringing back the this uh you know this cartoon. So it looks like it could be pretty funny. Didn't they originally have him on Space Ghost as a like a side uh, character? Yes. Everyone's probably yeah. love that show. It's yeah. a great show. Well, like that that there was like there was a weird mini like universe of that like between that Space Ghost, uh, Aqua Tween, Hunger Force. Yeah, that, see, Lab twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's when I was into like Adult Swim. I haven't watched oh, yeah. it in years, but I, when it was that, I was all about it. Yeah. I actually went into the Adult Swim uh, thing on HBO Max, and like, there's so much I just don't know about. I mean, some stuff I do, but like, man, there's like, I haven't caught up with it in a long time. Yeah, I started watching something called YOLO. That's a pretty fun show. So, Yolo. if you're still with us, folks, if you're still listening, if you're still <laughs> To the Binge Watchers podcast. We'll be right it. back after these messages with our favorite bits from this movie, Cobra, starring Stallone, Bridget Nielsen, and some other dude whose name I forgot, but in the movie he's called <laughs> The Night Slasher. Uh, <laughs> that guy's in everything. I forget his name, but anyway. All right, we'll, be right, we'll be right back after these messages. All right. Let me tell you something. What I really love about our new sponsor, Stereo App, is that the platform allows people to get engaged in these random conversations. You might end up talking about Pee-wee's Big Adventure. You might talk about whether or not you like the next Leatherface sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Who knows what you're going to get into. Everybody's a fanboy. Everybody has an opinion. And the place to listen to all these opinions and engage with people, total strangers, who might become your friends overnight is where our after party is happening on Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. The gang's all there. You got Nikki Lates, Dangerous Dave, Double A, who wants to change his name. Why don't you go debate whether or not he should change his name or keep his nickname? Join us at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. Again, we're sponsored by Stereo.com, the new Stereo app. It's an open forum. It seems to be the platform of uh, connecting with fans. After the show, we're mentioning trivia. Last time we did a Leprechaun fan commentary. What we're going to do for this month coming up, uh, we're about to roll into April. So what we're probably going to do we're going to do some uh, watch parties with some anime stuff because Dave is such an anime fan. We want to find out if the anime we're presenting, like Redline or Akira, or the sequel to Vampire Hunter D beats the original. So tune in for that. Join us again at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. It's the official after party. To remind you what it is, Stereo is the live conversation social app. You can actually become the host of your own podcast by joining us at our after party on the live social conversation app called Stereo. We'll see you there. Again, Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. Thumb was a little all over the place, but I'll accept it. Um, 
Now I get to talk about this other sponsor, which is really funny because they sent me like a whole box of toilet paper, guys. I saw <laughs> that. Nice. Incredible. Yeah, we posted a picture in our what in our in our Facebook message in our thread. Yeah, this real paper company. So let me do this ad real quick, and then uh, we'll be back on the regular show as it happens. All right, we're excited to promote something that's sustainable with our brand new sponsor, Real Paper. We'd love to tell you more about it, so tune in and listen. Pluck your ears up for this one. So what do they got? They got tree-free toilet paper made from 100% bamboo. It comes in zero plastic packaging. That's right. Even the packaging is made from something else besides paper. It's for home delivery, so you can never run out of toilet paper. Every roll that you purchase helps fund clean toilets for those in need. And it's delivered with free shipping. You can use our code BINGEWATCHERS to receive 20% off your first subscription at realpaper.com. Use the code BINGEWATCHERS for 25% off. Now, um, I can sit here and be worried about, like, the oceans. Um, what does a sustainable life look in 2021? Um, how can the wasteful cut down on their waste? How can Americans cut down on their waste? What can I do about it? And then I get confused because I really don't know how much time I have to help or what form my help is going to take. And I go, hmm, so I can save the planet just by wiping my butt? Is that true? It might be true. I can order a box of this 100% bamboo toilet paper, and they're going to donate some of that money to help people who don't have a clean toilet or are less fortunate than me. Then maybe I can rest easy by saving the planet, by wiping my butt. Let's do this. It's realpaper.com. Save 25%. Use our code BENDWATCHERS. Try it out for yourself. See if it's a joke or if it's real. Find out. Realpaper.com. Use our code 25% off, folks. Binge watchers, you can uh, rest easy and know that you're helping uh, sustain the world. I don't know. Figure it out. That was a little rough. No, I loved it. I'm I'm ready to wipe the same planet Earth. I'm ready to wipe. All right, you guys. All right. The toilet paper is actually not too bad. Not too heavy. How soft is Um, it? I said it's a little rough. Oh okay. oh okay 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 never mind okay got it rough. i thought you meant the ad was rough but okay i, I actually thought that's what you meant too was the ad was rough, I, don't rough. Think I, I can say things without like revealing my hand necessarily unless i want to actually reveal my you know what i'm saying i can cut down the middle and, you know whatever. yeah right now it's i good. can't because i gave it away but no all right it was my fault i asked <laughs> <laughs> Never uh, ask. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible yeah, thing to ask. ask. Just keep podcasting. Yeah. Um, I'll send you guys the next box, okay? Let's see. I can't wait. I'm ready to have the rough. Did you say you're going to send me an Xbox? All right. Holy Nick's shit. Nick's ready to wipe. <laughs> like... I'm, I, I love wiping, so I'm ready. No, I'm <laughs> I love wiping, so let's get ready. <laughs> I love saving planet Earth. That needs to be put on the box. <laughs> Quote me on that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki Lates, yes. <laughs> All right, and we're back officially with our favorite bits from Cobra. Let's uh, jump over to Nikki Lates. What do you think about this movie? And not only is Stallone so badass with his Ray-Bans and his tight jeans and his leather jacket, but when he goes to his apartment and relaxes, he cuts a pizza and eats it. Literally with scissors, he cuts a pizza. I'm just blown away. I've never seen anyone eat food like this. And from now on, I want to eat my pizza this way. <laughs> that was my favorite bit. I'm telling you. I loved it when I was a kid. And every time I see it, I'm like, wait, is he cutting pizza with scissors? 
this guy. Oh, I, I'm sold. I'm sold. Stallone, you got me. Dude. You know what? We forgot to mention where that came from. I think we figured it out, but I clued Dave in. So maybe Dave. Yeah. Tell Dave, tell so, me where this came from. How'd this come up? So actually, this is a style in Italy where um, Wait, what? They'll, they'll make There's like a, a big style to this. <laughs> they'll, they'll make like a slab style pizza, like a huge pan, big pan pizza, and they'll like basically say how much do you want and cut to the size with scissors what they want and charge by the weight of the pizza. Oh. So like, so you can get like a big piece or a smaller piece. Yeah. So Stallone is Italian. So is is Cobra from Italy? Did, do we know his backstory? Well, I mean, Cobretti that would be, sure sounds Italian. Italian. He's, he's yeah, I mean, as well. yes. So maybe he's from Italy, and this is how. Okay, that I've never realized. It's like until old you, world. It's like old world. Yeah, like your aunt, your uncle, your grandfather, yeah. your grandfather's grandfather. It'd be like old school. You go to Italy, sit in a restaurant, and as Dave said, they cut your cut you slice of pizza. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I will order a pizza this week and freeze it or put it in the fridge, and then I'm going to eat it cold the next day. With a with the scissors, yeah, I will say I kind of <laughs> take a picture. When he started cutting his slice of pizza, I was eating pizza when I watched the movie. <laughs> did you go? Get okay, the okay. This isn't like... this isn't my bit, but did everybody catch that he pulled that pizza out of the freezer part, not the fridge part of the whole thing? Or am I crazy <laughs> there? I watched it like two or three uh, times. I'm like, that's the freezer. <laughs> Let me YouTube it as we talk. I'll try to that's find okay. it. Cold <laughs> just pizza. pizza. <laughs> what did I type in? Cobra Stallone. pizza scene. Cut it, Cobra cutting Stallone pizza. So then, Dave, what is your favorite bit? Because you said I this is not my favorite bit, but did he take it out of the wrong? Part um, of I actually, I actually have a couple. Just the first fifteen minutes in general, like as a movie unto its own, <laughs> I, I loved it. Um, but the thing that really caught me off guard uh, the second time watching this was like a music video basically interrupts the movie all of a sudden and you have no idea what the hell is going on. There's robots and chicks dancing around the robots and he's roaming the streets to like, you know, sex workers. Oh, you're talking about how they use juxtaposition slash intercutting is what that style is called? Well, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know that after the fact, but all of a sudden I'm just like, what the hell? What do robots have to do with the streetwalkers and, you know, like... <laughs> Like they, I don't know. It just took me off guard in a in a great way. Um, but oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> I that's a I don't mean to interrupt weapon. you, Dave. Uh, that is a freezer. You were completely correct. He's taking it out of the freezer. So you were right. Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. <laughs> Those robots uh, this, are sweet. Yeah, this movie has a lot of style. Like that's one thing this movie gets should get a lot of credit for is how good it looks. Um. Oh, no, no. Adam, what are some of your favorite bits? I okay. I guess I gotta go into deep, deep into this film. Uh, I liked uh, when he had the saboteur with him. That's on the force, and the tension the whole time is they think you're you're moving away from the danger, but in actuality, you're isolating yourself from any help. And uh, that was a great tension builder. So the scene. Uh, like leading up to a giant biker game gang coming after you know three of them was was excruciating so and you know that's that's what i i mean as a filmmaker like i got you know chills john well i mean yeah i mean (laughs) spoiler alert the female cop is not part of their special unit, which is called the Zombie Squad, which is a cool name for a, a a team that goes out on the midnight shift and looks for clues to solve murder cases or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, the female cop, they set this tension up early because clearly Cobra has suspicions of the female cop not being, you know, on the level. You know what I mean? He suspects her, you know, during the autopsy and and trying to calm down the lady that witnessed the other murders, right? Because that's the whole thing. Uh, Bridget Nielsen plays the, the the girl who's like a fashion model, I guess, and she witnessed the mur- the them staging the murder victims or whatever, right? And she sees the face of the main killer, so... Then it's like it's on now because she's like a witness. So um, the style is great. I agree with Dave. Like the tone of the movie is like this grungy neon Blade Runner style Los Angeles. So it's kind of cool. It's there's like a lot of pink neon and purples and reds, and then the cat and mouse game is done really well. Like the whole movie is essentially one long chase, right? Like once yeah. again, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I was worried about the partner. Whose name is uh, the partner's name is Gonzalez, who's like the sidekick. And you're like, he oh, he was cool. But, yeah, yeah, he's real cool. But you're like watching a buddy. You think you're watching a buddy cop moment every once in a while because they make fun of his diet of gummy bears and all this stuff. How he eats too much sugar, right? He's, Cobra's giving him a hard time the whole time you're watching the movie. You're like, oh man, he's gonna get killed. He's gonna get killed. He's gonna get killed. <laughs> like this guy's he, like his, you know. And then at one point he's When's like, it gonna okay, happen? Yeah. Cobra, yeah, exactly. At one point Cobra's like, oh yeah, you stay here. And uh, and watch over things. Well, I'm gonna go look at my files at home. I'm like, oh great, he's dead. And so goes back to what Adam said about like, you know, you're worried about this traitor in the mix, and you're like, yeah, this is this is how the partner is gonna get taken out. You know, like, so you're worried about that the whole time, and then you're wondering how close the killers are gonna get with their axes to the the person they're looking for. And then yeah. they have this one great scene where ran there's random victims in a parking garage where like people are like. She's trying to get their attention for help, and I thought, like, yeah, that in a in a situation where people immediately go into shock, they wouldn't know what to do. Like, can you imagine that? Like, let's say you're trying to get a Dr. Pepper out of a vending machine, and she's like, "I'm being chased by an axe killer." You're being chased by what? Oh, too late! You've been hit by the axe killer while trying to get a <laughs> yeah, Dr. Pepper yeah. out of a machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, there's a lot of like too late moments in the film. So, uh, again, I can agree with the tone. That's one of my favorites. Tension. Um, the the car is great. My favorite sequence is like uh, when he he dyes his the main character dyes his hair and he actually looks a little bit like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, you know? Yeah. Because he's trying to hide himself in the crowd, so he dyes his hair first and then goes back to the hospital to look for her. And then I thought like there was like an '80s thing or something about like movies in hospitals, right? Oh, oh, like big Halloween time! Too, yeah, like, yeah. There's a few others that have been like oh, there there were so many horror movies in hospitals. Yeah. I can't name them offhand, but yeah, yeah, it seemed like a thing. Um, I get there's an LA moment uh, in there that's really amazing where he just kind of pushes the car that's in the spot anybody that's ever oh, lived in LA well, and well, knows he, limited he breaks bread with the Cholos and the East LA gang members actually like him <laughs> you know like he's like he becomes their friend you know? yeah, sure but like he rips <laughs> the guy's shirt off in front of his friends you know did like, you guys notice there was a microphone in that scene no, no, I missed no. That. Oh, watch it again. There's like a full on microphone in that scene. Like the uh, guy was mic'd, and like maybe it was like an outtake or something. It was funny. Uh, wow. This movie also has like a lot of great, like, oh, that guy actors. Uh, like the oh, oh yeah. god, the guy, the guy that played uh Babe Ruth in the Sandlot and so many he's other the, things, he's the captain of the team or whatever. Yeah, uh, the, the guy that's always like up uh Cobra's ass. Like, I can't think of other things he's in, but he's got one of those faces, like, oh, yeah, he's that guy from that. like this is Hellraiser. Yeah, thank you. That's what it yeah. was. Which character yeah. in Hellraiser? Um, the, like the main, the, the main guy in the very first one. The husband. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
He played yeah. the dad in the first Hellraiser. He was in he, Dirt, he, Dirty he, Harry. Yeah. He's a stereotype. Like in these movies where like there's always a cop that thinks your your style is too aggressive or like you know what I mean? Like the guy that's like, I can't handle this. You gotta tone it down. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and the Babe yeah. Ruth guy was in a movie we watched uh, as the dad a couple weeks ago. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been in so many things. He was like in the like probably like a ten year period. He was like in every other movie as like a background character or somebody. Yeah, I love his face. Oh. Like I feel like oh, I'm really oh, the watching blob. the movie. He yep. was in the Blob, which we did. Yep. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yep. it's good. Nick Nick told hey, me to watch Night Stalker. So what? I I did. Nick, the yeah, Nick told yeah. all of us to watch Night Stalker. So I, I, I'm glad I, I was familiar with that. Because I, I feel like the screenwriter was like, the other theory was that the Night Stalker was a bunch of people, and the trial was going on in 1986, if I remember correctly. And this came out in 1986 when the trial was going on. True that, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's an exploitation film, right? So it's one of those films that like scares people to the theater instead of away from the theater. It's like one well, of those. Well, yeah, I mean, um, somebody brought up Dirty Harry. Well, like the first Dirty Harry, the yeah. main character in that was basically Zodiac. So, I mean, that's they called him like the Scorpion Killer, which Scorpion is much Killer, the yeah. Zodiac Killer. Wow. Yeah. yeah, like oh, totally similar. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, did you guys notice that the sound design was very much horror? Like all this yes. in between moments. Oh yeah, I, I, it really draw drew me in as an audience, like as a member of the audience. Like just, I was just like in it. Because of that, I re- and I think I really want to see the Cobra long cut. Like I'm excited. Uh, Me too. Well, they, they managed to create real tension. That's for sure. Um, but we could comment on Cobra forever. Can but I really- got yeah. I got one more comment? Do you guys think in any way, shape, or form this relates to Mandy? Because I was feeling a Mandy vibe watching this. No. Uh, well, well, well you know the connection there, right? Yeah. No. I get- but it, you don't. You have to know the connection. You really don't know the connection, Adam. No. Wait, oh, what? Yeah. You don't? Are you playing with us? <laughs> I'm just saying. No you know the connection. It's literally blood connection. Blood. George I mean, Cosmodius is the, the director's oh, dad. Oh yeah, directed- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's literally a connection. Yeah. And in the wow. Mandy episode, we talked about it for like 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, we actually Cobra brought it mentioned. up. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, okay. It, yeah. No, I get it now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I get it now. If you have, if you have a bad memory like Adam, go back and listen to our Mandy episode. It's really good. <laughs> By the way, that, <laughs> Mandy, that Mandy episode's amazing. And but I will Mandy, say, oh give gosh, it, watch yeah, that movie. Know, aside from the blood connection, he makes a good point. They are stylistically with the pinks uh, very similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just thought the mood was really similar, and I did not pick up on the the last name. I didn't even look. I didn't even know who the director of this was. I didn't. I wasn't oh, no paying worries. attention to memorize who the director was. I was just watching the movie, uh, no like worries. I do most of the time. So, it's probably, but it's thanks probably for put, shaming way, me. I feel shamed. <laughs> sorry, dude. I didn't mean to shame you. Right. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I'm a I'm a I'm a dick. I'm sorry. All right. So, <laughs> guess we'll move on to some fan service. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Way to break the awkward tension. Move, move right along. Go, go get it, Dave. Go get it. So uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but we did have a fan comment this week that said uh, something to the tune of that they watched Boss Level uh, because of Mel Gibson, which is which is fine. Mel, that's fine to watch it for, but I, I think you got to watch it for Frank Grillo. He's the one that kind of it's his movie, and he stills totally. Agree. And he's seen he he, he stills the whole thing anyways. Um, 
We all enjoyed yeah, that say, movie. To say that's the only reason you want to watch it is because because of Mel Gibson. When actually, like, he hasn't been, he's not really been a magnet for success lately. Uh, he's been in a couple good movies. You know, there was the one, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, and... Uh, oh, that was great, actually. I think yeah. he directed that, actually. Yeah. And then he did um, Dragged Across Concrete. He's really great in that movie. But, I, I, mean, wanna, I wanna see that one. He's getting like his second, third chance right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he's had a rough road, you know, last decade or so. So yeah, Fat Man had some moments, but uh. oh yeah, Fat Man was pretty entertaining. Um, He's not the only reason to watch the movie because he doesn't get to do a lot. But there's one, one or two speeches right as the day repeats itself. But it's a good time loop movie, and we talked about it for a little while. Like it's like Groundhogs, but with machine guns. I love it. You're trying to figure out why these assassins are coming after you, and 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 then also learn skills to not die. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's worth a watch because I thought I was gonna be tired of it, like oh another time loop movie and not nope, I'm on board. It was a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, I thought I was watching a boss level. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh speaking of boss levels, there might be some in our staff picks. Why don't you tell us all about that, Adam? Uh well, uh we got a lot of uh different things that we have been watching. Um uh Nick, what have you been watching? So I watched the movie Greenland this week. Have you Ooh. guys seen that? It's actually really good. The asteroids and meteors are coming down. They're taking over the, they're pretty much uh, like they're landing all over the world and the world's going to end. And then there's this, what they call the earth killer. And it's going to land in 72 hours. And Gerard Butler has to get his family to Greenland to the safe zone and it is suspense. It's very it's suspenseful. It's very realistic. You watched Greenland. What's up? You told us last week that you watched Greenland. No, no, but I finally finished the last ten minutes of it this week. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, was... I I had ten minutes left and I didn't finish it. But I actually, it's oh. so good. I wanted to mention it twice. Like, actually, really like that it. last it's... ten minutes was like a whole other movie, right? <laughs> right yeah, it really was. I'm just I'm just telling you, like, watch Greenland. I know I pitched it twice, but I, I really liked it. Compare and contrast with Cloverfield. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to pitch the Omen three because I liked it, but I was like, yeah, I just didn't feel like talking about that one. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So Greenland. Yeah, go for Greenland. Two, what about two Dave, times you, Greenland. Dave? Me? Uh, I've actually watched quite a few things, but if I have to mention just one thing to you to watch, um, you got to check out Wolf Walkers on Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV Plus, whatever the hell they're calling it these days, the Apple Channel. Um, what are they calling it? What nowadays? The Apple. I, I heard with somebody's ice jingling. What is? What Wolf is it called? Walkers. Wolf Walkers. Right? Oh, yeah. what's the walk? All one yeah. word or two words? No, this is a this is an animated. This is nominated for best animated feature right Wait, now. Hey, but did you say it's anime? Animated. Whoa. It is whoa, not. Whoa. whoa. Dave loves his anime. Whoa, no, no, my, my, just my mind is, is animated is not anime. There's a distinction. <laughs> you know, Dave, mind, really, he's really throwing up in his mouth because he knows the anime month is around the corner. Oh, uh, D- Dave, my mind is like, like hurting right now. Like, what are you saying to us right now? <laughs> well, this one is far from anime because it is from like uh, <laughs> Ireland. It's a very Celtic movie um, or Celtic animation. Um, the style is beautiful. The, it's like it looks like an old picture book or storybook. Um, but okay. what really got me was the emotions on this. Like, if you have like any kind of parent issues, it's gonna rip your heart out. It did mine? <laughs> I didn't expect I was gonna get so emotional at this damn cartoon about Wait, people on, that Dave. turn into wolves. 
Dave, lay down on the couch. What kind of parent issues are you talking about? Uh, and, you know, if you've if you've ever like lost a parent or if you've ever dealt with stuff like that, you know that kind of stuff. You know, I wasn't expecting a serious answer. I was just trying to well, give you shit. Oh well, you got me to get real, Nick. Wow, <laughs> Stuff, stuff's wow. getting real with Dave right now. Oh, ouch! Yeah, gravity there. But, but Dave, hey, what's the difference between anime that you're watching with this movie from Ireland and uh, oh, no. anime? No, oh, do am it. I am I going there? Am I going there? Oh no! Yeah, just tangents are not allowed. Like the episode's <laughs> already getting long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. sorry. All right. We, so we'll, Adam, what have you another watched? Time. <laughs> Take it on stereo. Watched... What's the difference between animation and yeah. anime? I guess you gotta save that. Yeah. I watched um, uh, something. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? No, okay. I was just automatically going to tell you about stereo. Keep going. Oh, well, you can talk about stereo. I like that app. That's pretty cool. I'm downloading it again. Cool. Well, I was going to say, like, if you're about to get into a side tangent, whether it's anime versus animation, then you don't want to miss the Binge Watchers After Party on the stereo app. We're going live every month, every week. We want to hear from you. Our first stereo show went a little bit like a watch party. After that, we did a commentary. We had a trivia game. You know what? Stereo is the app for live conversations. We want to talk to you directly. Our listeners, you can join the show, ask questions about anime versus animation, and share your experiences and opinions. We want to hear everything. Download now and join us at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler to link to our show and join us on the Stereo app. Again, it's uh, part of the conversation. How do you do it? You join, you send us messages. You can join the conversation in progress. What we like about it is pretty much everybody can speak their mind freely and openly. It's where you're going to find the after show. It's the after party. If you have an opinion, we want to hear it. You become an instant podcaster. You can join us at Stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler. You see how I just inserted an ad? That's the post-roll ad. At the, near the end of the show, we're supposed to throw one out for our buddies, Stereo.com. They're sponsoring the show. And by the way, the show is supported by sponsors and affiliates to keep the show rolling. And if you like to hear yourself talk, go to stereo.com forward slash Johnny Spoiler, and we'll be forced to listen to you. Hopefully you'll have something nice to say <laughs> about <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to troll off there. That's I've said enough. <laughs> that's good. John, that, that's that was good. good. I like that, John. Yeah. Dude, you're honest. I wouldn't I like have downloaded it. another time. It's yeah. pretty cool. Right. I like cool. it. So where are we? Can we talk about uh, the, our staff picks? Or are we moving on? Yeah. Uh, can no, I ask you? Like... It's your turn, Adam. Okay. So I watched a really cool documentary that you're all of you are going to want to watch. Uh, it's called Easy Riders Raging Bulls. Oh, it's about... so good. Oh, uh, oh, you okay? Good. Uh, so at least Dave has seen hey, it. Dave, but it's... Dave, keep it in your pants. All right. <laughs> I have a disc on that actually. <laughs> oh, sweet. Is it in uh, your library? Nice. It's about how renegade directors pretty much took over Hollywood and created the new Hollywood and kind of saved Hollywood right before the studio system like took it back over from learning the lessons from them. So it's really fascinating what history. You, what do you call it? Raging Headache? What do you say it was called? Easy easy, easy Bulls Raging Riders. No, Easy Riders <laughs> Raging Bulls is what it's called. Okay. And it's a fantastic doc. And uh, I recommend it. I mean, it's, it, it introduced me to all kinds of... Yeah, it, I mean, film. Arthur Penn, uh, Dennis Hopper, Francis Ford Coppola, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, Robert Altman, Hal Ashby, Warren Beatty oh. uh, as a as a director. Uh, Martin Scorsese, he's got Spielberg stories in it. Hmm? Did they spend a lot of time with Altman? No, no. I think, well, 
I'm happy about that they didn't. He's just saying thank God. <laughs> I'm about to say that, but I'm not you trying to make it easy because we know how much John oh, loves Altman. Like that's his favorite director of all time. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. So no, Dave loves anime. And Holy John shit! Loved... Now Dave's getting me back for the anime roast. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, Dave's, Dave's. You know, for my staff me, picks dude. one time, if for the seasons we do choose a movie, I might just have to choose an Altman movie. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh, oh, my God. Okay, All right, get strapped in he, for shortcuts. Three hours and fifteen minutes. Let's do he, it. He found John's kryptonite. There you go. Okay, so the slam yeah. against me will be Adam loves Disney. Well, guys, it was really fun <laughs> podcasting with you for ten years, and now I gotta hang it up. Yeah, good luck, man. <laughs> shortcuts, here we come, guys. Oh, Let's yeah. Do it. yeah. And sit through an Altman. Oh, holy shnikey. I'll make that in the show notes. John quit the show. <laughs> John yeah. quits the show over over John Robert quit the Alton, show. Uh, uh, trolling. <laughs> John, John was like late, everybody. Yeah. All right, considers. <laughs> all right, considers. Quits, uh, all woo! right, considers. It'll be it'll be clickbait. It'll be clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> what does Nick uh, hate? So we can say he loves it. What is it? Uh, frozen. At this point, oh, <laughs> anything yeah. Disney right now because I have kids. Yeah. Oh, see, Disney's I, I, mine though. So, uh, I mean, do you guys really be... want to watch Frozen? I'm just saying. No, you, no, I've never seen it. Is it good? See, I, don't have, like it? I don't have kids, so I could deal with it. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. Yeah, it's pretty bad. See, I've never I mean, seen it. established that Dave is the is the guy in the back of the theater watching it anyway. <laughs> he probably is. Yeah, I'm like, who's that? Who's that guy back there? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting back there crying. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> it's uh, pretty scary. Where are we? John, you have to tell us what you watched. Oh, crap. Um, so I found a Clint Eastwood movie that I hadn't seen before or even knew about. It came out in 99. It's called True Crime. He plays a reporter that's trying to like... This guy. There's a guy on death row who's about to get executed, but he's innocent. And... Clint Eastwood's character accidentally stumbles into the evidence that he didn't kill this person at a convenience store. And so he has, it's like a ticking clock movie, right? It rem- It's like, so basically ticking time bomb, you know, it's counting down to this execution. So he's got to like put it together to save the guy's life. Um, Isaiah Washington plays the guy in death row. Dennis Leary is like the newspaper editor. And James Wood is like the, the boss, the boss boss at the newspaper. It reminds me a little bit. There's a Michael Keaton movie called the paper. Same kind of thing. Yeah, take a time bomb when they gotta like in the paper. They have to like print a retraction about some crime involving a police officer. Like he did something wrong, and they they like they're trying to cover it up. But Michael Keaton's character wants the truth to get out or something. Uh And they find the evidence of that in that movie. But this movie is like, you know, this guy that's a convicted murderer. He's about to be executed, and then you accidentally find a couple of pieces of convincing evidence that he didn't do it but you literally have a 12-hour window to save the guy's life which in 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 real life i don't know if that could happen in a movie maybe you know what i mean right to the right That's to compelling the, yeah right to the moment right but um What's anyway the name of that again john true crime true crime okay yeah cool gotta write these down <laughs> <laughs> Nick, so uh, how so, you doing, uh, buddy? I, I'm good. So, uh, so, so, John, what are our choices this uh, this coming week? Oh yeah. So now we brought to you. Thanks, Adam, for the assist. Nick was falling asleep. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't yeah, know. I, when I you just were, poking him. I, I didn't know when you were done. I, didn't know uh, I heard us more. more. No, no. 
I didn't know where you okay. were done. Um, so for this or that, which is where we get to choose next week's movie choices to review and watch with you guys. And if you're out there, if you watch the movies, tell us like you did for that boss level. Um, so on this or that, you guys get to choose based on the title alone. Are we watching a cure for wellness or a vampire's kiss? What what's the cure for wellness? We're not allowed to tell you. Oh yeah, shoot! Not. Okay, okay. Oh, he really wants to know, though. No, I actually wanted to know. You know what? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna actually. I actually wanted to know. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say a cure for wellness because I I already know what a vampire's kiss is and I've seen it. So okay. I'm sure. gonna go for the. I'm gonna go for the one. You're allowed to use it. your own movie watching knowledge to make a, a choice, but I can't give yeah. you any extra information. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the thing I haven't seen. Fair before. enough. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say Vampire's Kiss. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna say a cure for wellness. Ooh. Ooh. Either way, we win, guys. I've yeah, seen I was gonna movies. say these. This both yeah, great, these are both but for different reasons. Uh, so strap in because this will be the season finale for our Psycho Movie Month, our popular movies about psychosis, and also our Real March Madness thing that we're running this month. Like, cure for wellness is like, uh, you guys are gonna have to take like a a shower afterwards and maybe maybe pray even if you're not a christian maybe you'll start praying after you watch this movie uh that um, crazy oh, or you'll no. maybe you'll gouge your eyes out so you'll never have to watch a movie like uh, this ever again it's a very well, intense am i overselling it dave am I, I, I think you're gonna set up uh you're either going to cancel uh dental appointments or schedule some i don't know which <laughs> oh i remember i remember when i'm gonna i'm gonna out. watch now it soaking in the about. bathtub okay. Oh, you're not gonna want to do that either. I don't know if you've seen no? that or not. No, no, no. <laughs> you're not gonna want to be in a bathtub watching this movie. No, no, okay. No. So shower <laughs> afterward, but no bathtub were during. Got it. And don't order any eels from a sushi restaurant either. <laughs> uh. oh is, is it that crazy? What what the hell are we getting into? This <laughs> <laughs> like got swept under the rug when it came out. If you uh, see, I don't. I in, thought man. wellness was the state that you didn't need a cure first. Let's put so. it this way: if your wife walks into the room while you're watching this one, Nick, she's definitely going to be like, "What are you watching?" Really? Uh. Like in a, in a good way or bad? Uh, I don't know, Dave. <laughs> what do you think? I see. I don't know because my wife watched this with me, so I've got a different type of wife altogether. <laughs> wow! What a great way to end the show. Nick, watch out if your wife walks in and Dave goes, my wife watched it with me. <laughs> like, I mean, Dave's wife watched it with her, right? Everything's cool. Yeah, it's he all good. Baba Duke with him. Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, that movie's crazy. Oh, oh that, that movie's weird. You yeah. remember? She talked to she talked to you about Bob. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So can I say like my favorite line from Cobra since it's the end? Let's do it. Okay, so the guy's like, I'm going to bomb this place because he's like, you know, Sylvester Stallone's character Cobra is coming over to him. And he goes, that's okay. I don't shop here anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You just reminded me of my other favorite bit where you think he's about to do some Stallone Rambo type shit at the end of the movie, but then somebody jumps on his back and he doesn't do some Rambo type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. There's the scream that happens during that is like crazy. Yeah, who knew Stallone could scream like a small girl? You never know. <laughs> I think Nick can uh, deliver that. I'm, I might be able to. Yeah, I don't it's know. Probably not, probably not the best, yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs>